Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Power of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today with praise and thanksgiving. So thankful that you sent your son, Jesus. We're ready to receive what you have for us today, Father. We know that your word is a living thing, Father, and we choose to accept it and to apply it to our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk more about the Holy Spirit today. As we talked yesterday, he has many names, including helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, and the spirit of truth. Let's start today with how do you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Well, for one thing, you have to desire it. Let's read Luke eleven thirteen in the Amplified. If you then being evil, that is sinful by nature, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask him? Folks, compared to how mankind with our fleshly nature gives good gifts to our children, how much more will God the Father give good things to us? And this verse says, The Father gives the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask Him. Now let's read Acts 19, 1-5, or 1-6, pardon me, in the Amplified Bible. It happened that while Apollos was in Corinth, Paul went through the upper island districts, inland districts, my apologies, and came down to Ephesus and found some disciples. Friends, these are born-again saved folks. They are disciples, followers of Jesus. Verse 2, he asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed in Jesus as Christ? And they said, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Folks, they did not receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit when they got born again, when they gave their lives to Jesus. 3, he asked, Into what then were you baptized? They said, into John's baptism. Paul said in verse 4, John performed a baptism of repentance, continually telling the people to believe in him who is coming after him, that is to confidently accept and joyfully believe in Jesus, the Messiah and Savior. Friends, this is talking about when they originally accepted Jesus as Messiah and Savior. 5. After hearing this, they were baptized again, This time, in the name of the Lord Jesus, folks, then, already being born again, they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Six, and when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began speaking in unknown tongues, languages, and prophesying. Friends, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they began to speak in unknown tongues and prophesying. You know, it's strange, folks. As much as the Bible says about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in tongues, some Christians will say things like, that is of the devil, which is really a slap in the face to the Holy Spirit. Before I received Jesus in my heart as my Lord and Savior, I had spent plenty of time in the bars. Not once did we speak in tongues while we were hanging out with the devil at the bar. The other thing you will hear people say is that tongues have passed away. Well, let's read 1 Corinthians 13, 8 in the New King James Bible. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. 
Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, it will vanish away. So folks, this verse says that whether there are tongues, they will cease. We need to rightly divide the word, folks. This verse says that tongues will cease. Not that they have ceased. They will cease in heaven. We don't need them anymore, praise God. Folks, all of God's promises are received by faith, as without faith it's impossible to please God. Unfortunately, a large percentage of the church has chosen not to receive this gift of power to be a special blessing to others. It doesn't mean that they are not saved. It just means they haven't accepted one of God's very special gifts. Well, some folks will say that this gift is not for everyone. But again, we need to rightly divide the Word of God. Let's read Acts 2 in the New King James Bible. Verse 1 says that when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. My friends, this is one of the challenges in the church as a whole, receiving all that God has for us, and that is getting all with one accord in one place, the unity of the body of Christ. Verse 2, Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house that where they were sitting. 3. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. 4. And they were all, let's read that again, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Folks, they were all, not just some of them, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. You know, one of the biggest challenges to receiving the supernatural things of God is too often us Christians walk in the flesh and not the Spirit. Let's read 1 Corinthians 2.14 from the Amplified. But the natural, unbelieving man does not accept the things, the teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness, absurd and illogical to him. And he is incapable of understanding them because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated. And he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters. Wow, friends, in the natural, unbelieving man, the supernatural things of God, including speaking in tongues, etc., are foolish, absurd, and illogical to him. So, folks, the title of the next section before verse 5 is The Crowd's Response. This so much applies to today. We don't expect the world that doesn't know Jesus to understand supernatural things. But unfortunately, much of the church doesn't accept some of the supernatural things either. Verse 5, And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? Verse 8, And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? Verse 11b, We hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. 12, So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? 13, Others mocking said they are full of new wine. My friends, they were amazed and perplexed hearing these folks baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, and others thought they were drunk. 
This is the crowd response that often occurs today, even with church folks. How it must grieve the Holy Spirit to hear this talk against him. Next, let's talk about what happened to Cornelius' household. They simultaneously received the new birth and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Acts 10 from the New King James Bible, starting in verse 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth I perceive that God shows no partiality. 35, but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. 36, the word of God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. Verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Verse 43, to him all the prophets witness that, Through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. 44. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. 45. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. 46. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Folks, Cornelius' family received the baptism of the Holy Spirit at the same moment they were born again with evidence of speaking in tongues. We can't box in God and say, well, this is how you have to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We just need to do it and accept it by faith. Folks, are we using the Holy Spirit in our lives like He wants to be used? Or do we just use a few bits and pieces that we want to? Remember in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Folks, the Holy Spirit was waiting to release power after the word of God was spoken. Verse 3, Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Is the Holy Spirit waiting on your faith-filled words? that line up with the Bible to move more in your life. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Father, we refuse to ignore any of the Trinity, Father. We're thankful for the Holy Spirit, that he's our guide, our comforter, our helper. And we choose to believe in him, Father, and and act upon what he can do in our lives, Father, to be a blessing to others. And we repent when we've missed him and not done that. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.